They are out of here. Woo! Let's go. Welcome to we the thunder. thunder. I am so goddamn happy right now. Oh, my ulcer is happy right now. <laughs> Everybody can breathe. Oh, oh my Woo. god. All right, I was having a nervous fucking breakdown about uh, 20 minutes ago and, and the previous 20. like you know, hour and a half before that. 60 minutes ago. But, but 60 holy minutes ago, crap. I mean, like, yeah, 10 minutes left in the second. I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, oh, Shitty, you and me back and forth on Twitter, not a good thing when the Bolts are uh, in a, a playoff clinching game. Man, we were self destructing. I'm not gonna lie, both of us. We're, we're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about it all tonight. We're going to party tonight. Go grab a drink. You can grab a... Or two. You can grab a... Or two. Double-fisted. Oh, you've got Coors Gawal? Oh, I've got that. Yes, sir. I've got a Coors Gawal tonight. You can grab a water. You can grab a Coca-Cola. We're going to toast to the Lightning going back to the Stanley Cup. Oh, we're going back. It's so sweet. No, are, are you kidding me? It's just an adrenaline dump right now. Are you kidding? I had to go back and watch this really go like three times. I mean, I was crying. Was, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I only didn't cry because I was so excited and I had to go get Mrs. Stash out of bed because she has to be up early as hell in the morning for work, unfortunately, because she works retail and it's that time of year. But, uh, I had, she had only been in bed for like maybe 10 minutes. She held out as long as she could. And then I was so nervous, I sent her to bed. She probably would have stayed up and saw a witness live, but I was such a nervous Nelly running around. Like a long tailed cat and a room full of rocket chairs running around my house, losing my damn mind. And so she's like, you know, I got to go to bed. So I had to go wake her up. I had to let her see it again. Then I had to watch it again. Then I had to watch the celebrations. Then I had to watch, you know, the interviews. Then I finally got in here and I, I'm surprised we're actually on the air already. Come on, let's be honest. We should still be celebrating. Oh, call in, Jesse. I see you. I see you, by the way. Oh, I'm yeah. So call in. The, Bring it in. Uh, we want a celebration. We want, to, we want all of our locals, all of our loyals, all of the news, all the old. Bring it in. That's a celebration. Yeah. I'm hijacking a shitty show tonight. The link is there. So if anyone wants to join yeah. us, I've got – my beverage ready. I hope you've got yours. We'll give it like 10 minutes until we actually do our toast. But you guys start to think about what you want to toast to. We're going to talk about the game. I was I was not happy with a lot of this game. So we'll talk about that. But let's celebrate first. So if, you've, if you want to call in and join us for the toast, please, uh, the, the link is there. You can join us. I don't know how many people we can fit on here, but we'll fucking try to we'll, fit everyone we'll on max here. max this bitch out. Max if we can the fuck out. yes we will because yes we will tonight's tonight's a celebration um just one night though we're not done we're not done no. look over one and, on. one and on. left shoulder there that's what we're yeah. going for that's we're right. not stopping at the eastern that's conference right. final we're not here to touch no trophies right we're here to pop some bottles and move on to the next round we ain't touching no trophies we did not here we did <laughs> did they, they touch did. it they did I didn't see the trophy. yeah they oh, touched yeah. it but they uh, said the reason said, for that, because in 2015, they did it. Right, right. So they said they were touching at this yeah. time. Hey, I like it. I yeah. like it. You know what? This is a team that breaks destiny. That's what I said. You know what I mean? I thought it was really cool. <laughs> anyway, that all, we're not all touching the assist, 
It was cool. All the assistants went out first and then called Stammer over to it. Man, he was there ready to go. For That's all amazing. those ones that say look, Stammer's look, not Looking like captain. Stammer Squatch, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Full on. Looking like a caveman from a Geico commercial. Loving yeah. Stammer with the C in the bubble. Calta. I tried to get I tried to get uh, the close up of Stammer. Even this, like my internet's all jacked up today. But yeah, I got whatever. this picture. They touched the crap out of that trophy, by the way. Yeah, they did. Uh, they they it, got their hands down. all over it. But nice. I, I nice. don't give a damn. I know a lot of people are superstitious. Most teams don't touch it. But like you said, yeah. uh, or, or what Killer said was, "Hey, we we didn't touch it last time, and we saw that worked yeah. out." So and yeah. Crosby touched it. touched it, and they won it. The exactly, and you're yeah. damn right. Yeah. Crosby did touch it the next year. He caressed yeah. it like like it was Malkin. Touch it, enjoy it, celebrate tonight, but we've got to come back strong. <laughs> CJ um, coming in hot already with a comment of the night. Killer said they talked about touching it. LOL. That's right. We're gonna do three in comments to the chat. Know. We're gonna do three comments to the chat. I've got a doc talk shirt we're gonna give away tonight. So join tonight. the show. We've got are, are you we doing the drawing? Are we doing the drawing tonight? We're gonna do a drawing tonight for sure. Yeah. All right. You're drawing tonight. Well, then that um, means if you want this doc talk here, you better get in early in this chat. You better call yeah, in you early. You call the show. So we've got you, you here. Get in. All right. We do have an up and coming star in Tampa Bay from Tampa oh. Bay Sports. Unlike Thomas, she went to the stadium. <laughs> oh, she was there. Wait, she writes that up left side. Right? I don't know. We're all hey, celebrating. I'm, you know. leaving the, I'm leaving downtown Emily right now. Downtown Tampa. Go Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. How was the how was the watch party? The watch party was really, really great. I'm honestly so surprised that there's not more people coming out to these. But it only rained a little bit during the first period, but after that it was beautiful. It was really nice. And you know, I think a lot more people need to know that this is happening because I don't think they do. I didn't know until Thomas said that he was going. So Definitely, everybody needs to come out to Amelie and support the Lightning during the Stanley Cup playoffs. Thomas School, the official sponsor of the official Tampa Bay Watch Party. <laughs> yes, the official sponsor of the Amelie. Hashtag the professor. That's right, the professor. Listen, you you have to. You have to experience it. It's the only way to, right now, celebrate with other fans. And... Well, you know, to be able to do that in this time that we're having right now, take it up. And that that's what bothers me the most is we do have that where we can do it and people are not taking advantage of it because you don't know when Tampa will shut it down or whatever. Well, I'll tell you right now, if, uh, if Shooter can't get out of lockdown and he wants to run the show remotely, uh, I'm down to start joining uh, the professor live. Uh, coming through the the finals, uh, my schedule is kind of opened up. I can make it down there, I think. So uh, we can start doing a show from from Amelie for the uh, finals, and I'm down for that. Yeah, and I'll stick. I'll stay in the stadium. Well, you need, maybe I can sneak some of you guys in. But we, actually, we don't actually Saturday I will be Saturday I will be inside Amelie watching it. Of course you will. Ooh, that's because that's because that's we got the old school, the the people that matter here on uh, We the Thunder. You know, we get the insiders, we get the old timers, we get the newbies, we get the oldies. We, we get them all around here. That's what we do on this show. That's what I love. That's about luckily it. 
the Lightning are actually allowing staff to come in on Saturday and bring one guest, whether it was game one or game seven. And so I've got invited to be a guest of one of the so, so yeah, show so, off. I will so, be so it's a fight to the death between everyone. Shooter and the stash for your plus one, is what you're saying. No, you I am the plus will. one. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> all right. Well, keep them coming. I see what we got. We got Mike Sneed, we've got yeah. Shannon that's joined. Right. Keep them coming. I don't know how let's many people it. we can fit in here, but ten. let's get everyone. Ten. Is it 10? Yeah, we want 10. Oh, okay. So we can let's bring this boss. thing. We're already at six, there's only four left. Get, get in here now. I'm going to give the, you guys five more minutes. At 11.45, we're going to do the toast. Uh, our Toastmaster stash is going to give us a drunken uh, Toastmaster drunken. <laughs> toast. <laughs> oh. I think that you're pushing it farther drunken, but definitely a lubricated lubricated stash. Oh, TMI, TMI. <laughs> By the way, uh, Eastern Conference Championship shirts are already on sale at Amelie Arena. Yep, they were already off. They were already showing them off to everybody. Yeah. Hashtag comma schooly. Hashtag <laughs> official rep of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Get your merch. How do they look? They were, um, I think it's. They look good. They were just the right, like a plain gray T-shirt with it. Just said great. Conference yes. Final champions. Sweet. I was hoping for a gray T. Honestly, like that's just that's just a good color for most people. You know. That's what they're doing most of them in the playoff series. Yeah. yeah the it kind of yeah. it looks like that. Like that one. Awesome. I'll take it. I'll take it all. All right. Yeah, so let's let's say hey to Mike Steve, and Shannon. Like a fun hey. link. Hi. What's up? You guys, going? What'd you guys think of the game? We won. Gnarly. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. I, I had I to start drinking right? a lot earlier than this. Yeah. We were we were tweeting along, uh, Shooter and I and a couple of our followers, and uh, I honestly started early because I was a little tired for the last game, and I feel like personally responsible for the uh, effort the Bolts had. So I had to make sure I was totally energized. So I started with a big old cup of whiskey ginger uh, in the first period, and it took me two periods to drink it. To be you know, honest, it's not like I sucked it down. I well, maintained, but the beer started flowing in the third period, and you know, we all saw what happened. I had to work, right. so unfortunately I didn't get to go down to the arena, but as soon as I got home from work, I uh, started drinking. And But we we uh, actually hooked it up to our our computer monitors in our office and was watching it there. Nice. Nice. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. All right, last call for anyone that wants to join us because I'm getting parched and we need to have a big ceremony right. here. I'm I'm touching the cup. I'm touching the cup. Uh, this this cup right here. Okay. <laughs> All right, right Broder. All right, Broder. Is that your coffee cup? Yeah. No, sir. No, sir. Gord gone wild. All oh. right, so last chance to call in. We're gonna we're gonna do our toast. We're gonna break down the game. We're gonna get into the comments. Three stars to the comments. We're gonna give away some doc talk stuff. Um, Christina's eligible. Mike's eligible now. You got to call in to be eligible. And guess what? We only have like fifteen something people. I don't even know if it's even that many that yeah. are in the drawing. I know Steve Mandigo is, and there he oh, is. Oh, there Look he is. There he like he's Bell at Lee. Amelie Arena in that blue. Uh, Ooh, blue light out there. What's going on, out. Steve? Let's go, boys. Yeah, we got we got an Elvis situation over here. 
<laughs> a huge, huge win. I cannot Man. be happier. I, this this post game show was this close to me losing my shit live <laughs> on the internet. It, it was this close to game. me and Schneider going down, going down and burning Emily Arena, and we both live like <laughs> an hour and a half away. Like it's oh, probably not that far, but really, like we we were on our way to like start protesting the lightning. We were so close. Oh. I would have struggled. I would have struggled. All right, screw this. Let's let's do the toast. Hey, we're here. Do, do you Six guys? We'll ask there. our guest first. We'll ask our guest first. Rob Roller's uh, looking for the link. Christina, do you? Here, let me give Rob the link. Christina, do you have any any specific players or that or anything that you want to toast to? From this round, I just want to toast to you know Tampa Bay and the Lightning. You know, last year we did not have this opportunity we lost so to come back this year and do it is just outstanding it's absolutely amazing so toast it up to just the lightning in general nobody in particular just them all all of them nice nice well we'll said. Take it. what about you mike well uh i mean i agree with her as well but uh for for the for all of the series lately if I had to pick one person, I would say I love the effort level of Gord. I feel like whenever he's out there, he just is doing it 150,000%. That's if I had to pick one person, that's my guy. Talk about redemption this season. Yeah. Steve, who are you toasting to? You know what, guys? You know who I want to toast to? I'm going to toast up. I'm going to toast to Coleman. Did you guys Yes, pickles. Right. Toast to Cole. All right. Awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll cheers to that as well. Thomas? You know what? They say the fourth game is the hardest one to win. We fucking did it. We have four more to go. Let's fucking go. I toast to the whole team and Coach Cooper. Absolutely, yep. Thomas. Nice. Nice. Stash? Uh, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I didn't put I didn't put the sweater on just because for my own uh, superstition, but this right here, number seventy seven, seventy seven right here, seventy seven. That's Tony nailed it. Tony nailed it. Tony nailed it. I'm I'm gonna go entire team. We saw this team kind of beat down their demons starting in the first round, beating Columbus, who they lost to last year in a sweep. We saw them overcome Boston. We saw them overcome stuff all series, five five overtime, uh, even this game, right? We made it to overtime. We we had a Another chance one. to redeem ourselves with that power play again at the beginning of overtime. Didn't do it. I thought we were done. I thought we were done when we couldn't fit, get a, a goal in that overtime power play. What, three minutes and change on that, overplay, that power play? Yeah. But it didn't matter. I give the whole team's props for overcoming something that they could not do. 0 for 5, closing out the Eastern Conference Finals. So you know this means so much to them. So raise your glass to the Tampa Bay Lightning Eastern Conference Champion Finals. Yes. I said that wrong. Yes. We won. Cheers. We won. Bus, baby. Cheers. I can't even speak. <laughs> I'm so damn excited! And you know, some of these joy toast to toast to all the fans, all the fans that have gone through last year, then this year. 
Um, Amy Moore toasted Tampa Bay. The Rays clinched the playoff spot Amy. tonight. So that's my girl right there. So we got we got two people and two teams in the playoffs right now. So Team Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, baby. Yes. Cool. Now we All could right, talk. Cool. We could talk about a lot of things from tonight's game. You know, I mean, if you wouldn't really kind of start ruining it in here to actually talking about the game, not just uh, the victory and what it means going to the next series. But I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Paul Lott, mm, that guy means a lot. I mean, come on. Like, like how, how more hard can you play and how much more can you show up in the playoffs than Andre Pallot in the last – like oh, one and a half series. The last one and a half, so like he was there early on, like with everybody else, he was contributing, like it was a team effort. But I would say like the last ten games, a lot has been the driving force. And even Sharpie, I believe it was Sharpie that said it, he would call it the the Palat line. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I agree. He's been the motor. He's been the motor of that line. And hello, what about us who's called out every single player that ends up scoring a goal? No, Shooter and I were going hard on Sorelli during the game on Twitter. And then guess who got the GWG? Hell yeah. The SWG, in fact. Well, I got, I'm getting, I've got technical difficulties tonight. Of, of course. Yeah. I, I think I mentioned like the second period to Jay and Stash on Twitter. Man, give somebody else the ice time that Sorelli's getting. Give it to Coleman. Give it oh, to we were going back and no. forth. Where is Jay? Where is Jay? Because I want I want to talk about this. Jay needs to be here to make you really eat the crow you deserve to eat right now. Because oh. Jay was the one on Twitter being like, yo, dude, calm down on the Sorelli tip. He's been playing on his ass off. And uh, I, you were like, nope, bench him. We were you at work, and when, when Sorelli got hurt, we were like, that's the best thing for us right now. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we, we all jumped on the bandwagon, but Shooter was driving the driving the reins, if you know what I mean. He had the reins in the hands. So, <laughs> Where's hey. the pickleback, Stash? Scott wants to know. Where's the pickleback? <laughs> did did, uh, did, did Pickle score? Pickle didn't score. He did not. He did not. I thought hey, you I got like the bourbon. Out. I got the bourbon. I just don't got the pickle juice. Pickle There's some score. Pickles played There's hard. Some... Hey, and don't get me wrong. Pickles played really hard. And yeah. I think that line, again, the third line, as they talked about, leading the way, effort-wise, momentum-wise, energy-wise. Like, how do you say that's your third line when they start every game? I always thought that the game, the line that started the first initial face-off was your first line. Is that just me? Am I? What? I don't understand that. That used to be it. the tradition, but not right, anymore. right. Some good so, comments coming out from the players now. Kevin Shankirk called it a pinch me moment. Oh, there he is. Going to Stanley Cup final, considering where he was at the end of last season, but we're not there yet. We still got four more wins. We ain't done shit yet. Good. Nope. That's what I want to hear. All right, let's let's hear from our guest because we got Jesse on now. Let's give um. Mike, any uh, give us kind of uh, your thoughts on the game and, um, you know, how you think we're going to match up against Dallas? Well, my initial thoughts right off of the, the, the too many men missed call in the very beginning of the game where they had seven on the ice. I thought for sure, uh-oh, here we go again. Um, but um, 
you know, the, everybody talks about playing through the adversity this year, and I think that's one thing where they've played through even some pretty blatant missed calls like that. So, um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, was it that obvious? Was it that obvious when we <laughs> see no, 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 seventeen no, players on the easy oversight? What is going on here? What is going on here? oversight. No, that's an easy oversight. Okay, calm down. You're being too much of a Homer fan. That's an easy one. <laughs> I mean, I learned how to count to seven, like, in the first grade for sure. So, I, I don't know uh, what the problem is. But Meanwhile. Uh, <laughs> but, but all the all the, all the the BS in the rearview mirror now, everything in the past, looking, looking forward, I think, um, I mean, honestly, I watched the Stars play in between our games, um, you know, Stars and, and Golden Knights. Oh, yeah. Just to get my fix, you know, when we're not playing. Well, you have to. You have to. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think that we actually look, in my personal opinion, a little bit stronger against the Stars than the Isles. Um, with the exception of Hudobin. I mean, he's a beast of a, of a goaltender right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, it's not so. going to be easy playing Dallas, that's for sure. Look, yeah, and I think Lomov was a warm-up for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, they Everyone's propped up his goaltenders, man. Team we Calm play. down. Calm down. Just because you put 60 shots on goal and they save 58 of them doesn't mean that they're an amazing goaltender. That just means that you're peppering the shit out of him. And this is one thing I actually wanted to talk about coming out of this game is that I feel like that's a bad strategy because that only emboldens the goalie. It only gets him more confidence. When he keeps stopping, and even if it's a mundane shot, that gives him confidence. It's just another puff that he feels and that touches him. And he's like, okay, cool. I can stop anything now. I know what a puck feels like. I could get that. And and the Lightning do their best when they are right around 30 shots per game on goal. And when they start coming out early and trying to force it and trying to overshoot, I think that's when they're at their most vulnerable. I wouldn't say that they're bad team i just said that's when they're at their most vulnerable because they're not playing their style of hockey that's just what i yeah. see yeah i well, totally yeah, agree I mean, with that too the thing about shooting like so many shots is in nbc said it all night like a lot of them were from defensemen which you know were they really quality chances when they're right you're, from. right you're talking about slappers from the blue line with no one in front like <laughs> that's not yeah. all that does is make that goalie feel better you know I took that 90-mile-an-hour shot right to the freaking neck. Okay, now you can't do anything to me. Like, right? Like, that's what I, that's just like freaking uh, Happy Gilmore all over again, right? The batting <laughs> cages, taking balls right to the, 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 right to the junk. Like, that makes you feel better as a goalie, not worse. See, and I thought, right. they, I thought there was too much passing, and there should have been more shots at the beginning. I was well, like, yeah. I am tired of this passing, passing, passing. so many – Cooch, there were so Cooch. many open shots that the players could have took. What if all the whiff shots? Yeah. Well, Sorelli missed Johnson late, late in the third, late in the third period. I even tweeted this. I think I or I even uh, tweeted and shared this with both of you guys. Sorelli late in the third, he was coming down uh, the slot of the wing, and Johnson was right in the slot, wide open. And Sorelli just overthought it and waited too long, missed Johnson, and then passed it back up to the opposite blue line. And and I was just like, what? And then it ended up being a turnover and not even an attempt on goal. And it was one of the best chances that that line had all night. 
And instead of having his head up, and hey, and again, he, he ended up making the goal to win the game. So uh, I, what what do I got to talk about? Like I won the game, you know. We had, like Shooter's got Shooter's got to eat the crow. Like I was feeling a little bit down on him, but Shooter was like, bench this guy. So I didn't shooter. say bench him. I said give give a you guy might, like Goodrow a couple more minutes. You, you might as well have said bench him. <laughs> you might as just, well have just said bench him. He he looked lost, and you you can say all you want, but like he he didn't have his best game. He he won the game for us, but he did not have his best game. Hey, I don't know. He had no shots on goal in the last game being on the top line. Uh, this game, he was back down on that second line, and he had two shots on goal in like the first two or three minutes. So, I mean, come right, on, well, guy, you know. Let's Anyhow. let's get Mike out of here and let's talk to Steve. Hey, Mike, thanks for calling in. We're gonna give away a shirt tonight. You're eligible for it, so stay tuned. Thanks for um, calling in. Keep on being well, on the chat. Who else do we uh, we got? We haven't really heard from Steve. We have not heard from Steve. He li- look at this. Send the link, out. boys. He would he He's wanted on. on. I, think, I think he woke up his neighbors too. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Domestic okay. disputes. But going on in Tampa Bay tonight. Is, look at the points that Hetty has so far. Hetty, that the, the points that Hetty has in this in these series. Look at the. I mean, look at the. Look at the where he's at for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Is it awesome or what? He's one of, he is the best defensive man in the world. You heard There's my toast. Not about it. He, he's probably up there now, front runner for Con Smythe. Obviously the Bolts are going to have to win the cup for him to win Whoa. it, but oh, him, him and point, um, they're neck and neck. And, and here you go. Here's the stat right here. If, if yeah. you want to bring up Hetty. And I, I know I know I like to wax poetic a lot on this show, but if you're not bring up Hetty, I was sitting on the couch with Mrs. Stash. I would say right towards right after Hetty scored the goal, like right towards the end of the first period or whatever. And I was saying Hedman is still just coming into his prime. I think the next four years are going to be the best four years of Hedman's career. Oh, absolutely! And we're looking at a Hall of Fame, and we're talking about. Perhaps the best defenseman of all time. Perhaps I'm not saying. I mean, come on. I mean, the bar's high. Okay, look, the bar's high, and obviously I'm a oh, homer. Actually, but, but there are a lot of pundits out there that are not homers that are already talking about. I mean, right here, you look at this. Look, uh, ahead of Orr, right behind Leach and Coffee, and not that far behind. And look how long it's been. Since somebody has put up numbers like this from the defense's point of view. Exactly. Generation. It's been a generation. A generation since we've seen this type of a defenseman playing hockey in the postseason. And I'm telling you right now, we're going to see the best of his career in the next four years. And this guy is going to go down. It's probably the best defenseman. Second best defenseman ever. Yeah. Ever. Second. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. 77 is going to be in the Raptors of every arena. Yeah. It's just crazy how he just keeps getting better. And like nine goals, nine goals. How many games have we played? That's insane for a defensive man. And yeah, I mean, if if he gets to, if he gets to 12, like in the Bolts win the cup, I mean, just give him the uh, cups. I don't care what he does. But you look at at his stats and and none none of them are from the round robin at all. 
It's all right. after the right. round robin. Because he was hurt in the round robin. He was just exactly. coming back off of his rehab. He wasn't, exactly. he wasn't full on heady. It's full on heady for the playoffs. There's nothing in the round no. robin. No. This guy, this guy is fully engaged right now. Fully. And how nobody can acknowledge that is beyond. You know why? It's because, listen, we learned, I believe, 2015, the lesson we learned was blue line. So blue line matters in hockey. And if you really listen to the NBC commentators, if you really watch that game, the difference in this series, and, and really in the entire playoffs, has been the lightning blue line. The way they activate, the way they engage, the way they play with each other, the way they match them up as a coaching tandem, however they run the lines, they know how to match these guys up on the backside. And God damn it, these guys are beautiful. These guys on the blue line are freaking beautiful, man. It's beautiful to watch the way these guys play hockey. And that makes our offense even more, our, our, our forwards even more potent. You know what? That's our new slogan. We are beautiful. <laughs> it makes, it makes our, and we are beautiful. <laughs> it makes our forwards more potent, but they got to start scoring. Absolutely, Thomas. I agree. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah totally. hey, if we would make this a pre, uh, preview show, because, I mean, hey, why talk about the past? Let's talk about the future, right? Like, why, <laughs> we break, why break down game six when we could talk about game one right now with the Dallas Stars? happens Saturday, baby. Jamie Benn is a guy we're about to have to face. Yeah. You guys hockey fans, do you guys know about this guy, Jamie Benn? Oh, yeah. Wow. What a hockey player Jamie Benn is. You know, I mean, you're going to hear, I'm sorry, Bolts fans. This is a national broadcast. You're going to hear about Jamie Benn a lot. He will steal and run on the heartbeat. (sighs) Oh, he's the new Barzell. He's NBC's new Barzell. Oh, he's not NBC's anybody. He is hockey. Listen. No, no. He's just like our Braden. Jamie point. Ben deserves any credit he gets. He's well, just like it's, our Braden point, brother. The, Agree. It, and Agree. Guess what? The the Dallas Stars have a couple guys that can put the puck in the net. This is not like any few. of the teams we played so just far. A few. They've no, got just depth. A few. They've got players with experience. They've got a coach who knows our team really well. That's the oh. scariest part about the Dallas Stars to me. Oh, and by the yeah. way. They have a rookie goalie that just happens to be hot. No, he ain't a rookie. Joby's not no, a rookie. Just, no, okay, I'm not saying a rookie, but a, okay, a backup goalie. Third, third string backup. There we go. No, Joby's always been their number two, and he's always played good against Tampa. He, so, he, the storyline is a backup goalie, which hey, the y'all. Lightning always face, is this guy that's coming in super hot. There's some – this. We always get figured out, as they say, by these young goalies. And the fact is, like I'm saying, we're, we're just putting too many pucks on the net randomly. We need, we need to take advantage of uh, opportunity. It's not about volume. It's about it's about closing. We've, See, that's uh, why we shot too much. You say, hey, what do you got to say, Jesse? You've been on for a few was, minutes. We've been talking guys, a lot. Come on. Yeah, let's bring it in, Jesse. Bring it in, Jesse. Maybe that's why we shot so many times tonight and just kind of just – I felt like we did, there was no, like, urgency in the team. We're just kind of just skating around, skating around. And that's probably why there were so many shots on goal. They didn't want to give up everything because Dallas is watching this game. They have more tricks for sure. I know they do. Oh, yeah. 
I think they just skated. I think they know they could win. They just kind of just want to give everybody a heart attack. God damn it. You know, you know, you want to think that as a Homer fan, but in the end, these guys are out there playing for their lives, man. We're fans. Oh, for sure. For sure. These guys are playing literally for their lives. Their life is to win a Stanley Cup. It's the only job that they have is to win. I mean, they get paid to play the game, but really their job is to win the Stanley Cup. I, hey. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, think I, they I, get, skated, it. I get it. They, they, were getting, they were saying soft, but I get it. Sorry, go see. They, they skated enough, I think, to keep up with the Islanders because the Islanders obviously are going to play a lot harder because it's a, an elimination game for them. I don't think we gave it 100% because we obviously know that we can beat them and make it into the next series. I don't know. That's what I think. All right, so y'all, y'all remember what Vassy said? He's a big boy now? Yeah. Yeah. He proved it tonight, baby. Yeah, he proved it in this series. This series was, I mean, tonight, that first goal was all on him. If we yeah. ever recap yep. the game. I totally agree. 100%. That first one was on oh him. God. Like, he oh. redeemed himself the rest of that game. Not that he saw many shots and there wasn't many block shots, but there was a couple that he he had to stand on his head about, especially that short, that shorty attempt. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Tom. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I think that they both kind of match each other, but in the end, Vasya had to face the more challenging opportunities, I believe, between the two goalies. No matter who faced the more shots, Vasya had the more challenging saves. I agree. And it's also for, if you talk to the goalies, they say it's harder to be less saves. It's harder to stay informed. So That's exactly what I'm saying. When you're constantly getting peppered with with the pucks, then you stay in game form. When you sit down there and get cold and just stand around, then you tend to you tend to get cold or laxy daisy. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying early on. The more you shoot at Varlamov for these shots that don't challenge him, the more you embolden him and the more confidence you give him as a goalie because he yeah. just gets to face more shots. He's more on it. He's more engaged. Fast, I mean, how many, the other side. There was yeah. a lot of those shots that were right in his bread basket. That, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Clear line of sight. Yeah. You didn't have to move. You didn't have to move yeah, no. multiple times. Like, even. I'd shoot at him than shooting the net. Yeah. Even when Pickles got his good move in late in the third or halfway through the third, it was still right in the middle. And, and Barlamov was like in the middle of the goal. Like, they're, you're not going to score that goal. And it, and it got high. I mean, he probably was going five hole, but even still, it just you know they weren't getting those chances that made Farlamov have to really react. He was just wasn't a whole lot of screen shots either. Right? Yeah, he was very comfortable all night. Yep. Even though no matter how many shots he faced, very comfortable all night. They're all easy shots. They're all shots he can see and and follow right. a lot easier. In the beginning of the series, you can see we're doing a lot more screenshots, a lot of more deflections. You know, getting guys in front of the net and scoring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we don't got to worry about it no more because we beat him. <laughs> no, mute your feed. Who's the rookie? Who's the rookie that has our feed muted? It's Steve. All right, let's let's boot yeah, Steve. Let's, let's get somebody else in here. Hey, Steve, you're gonna you're gonna be eligible for our our shirt. We want to get some more people in here. I have this right, thing where I feel like out. if it's a full house. Nobody else is going to call in. So I'm yeah, picking Steve blacked out. Steve blacked out anyways. Steve literally <laughs> oh, blacked out on the screen. Hey, he's going, oh, he's going Blair Witch on us. He's going Blair Witch on us. 
But hey, man, we're going to the finals. It, it's a party. We got to hit the reset button. And hey, maybe we'll catch you on Saturday at the stadium. Absolutely, guys. Appreciate it. Arena. All right, brother. Thanks for the love. I really just want to see Jesse's, uh, you know, anaconda snake. there. <laughs> Closer. Close up of Jesse's snake. That's what this show is all about. That's a How many snakes do you have? Uh, six. All ball pythons. I got a snake, man. <laughs> one time I bit of some beer. Yeah, that's one. If you guys don't know that, beer. you're too young. If you guys don't know that reference, you're all too young, or you need to go listen to some comedy. And and by the way, Chris was with me. Sorelli needed that goal badly. He did, and maybe he turned. We all needed Sorelli to get that goal. That's going to be maybe. a confidence booster for him. Yeah, he needs that for maybe. that line too, because you know we've talked about it before. Without Johnson being in the middle, he's so reliant on other people. And Killer's the forechecker. Killer's the guy that's going to get goals, but only if the other two guys on his line are doing their job. That's the thing about Killer. Killer's not necessarily a playmaker. Killer is a role player, and he plays his role very well if the other two guys on his line are also playing their role. And Sorelli was playing his role really well in the regular season. And in the postseason, not so much. So hopefully that one deflection goal didn't seem to get him going because I can understand how a deflection goal is like, oh, well, I just got lucky. This, to me, seems like a quality goal, being in the right place, making the right play, winning a series. This is a momentum kind of goal for a guy like Sorelli who's been probably a little frustrated throughout this entire play. Yeah, he's one of the guys that we have to have score. I mean, we can't count on Kucherov and Hedman and point the score every time. Right. So the other guys have to kind of pick up the pace and well, we, help we need the whole away. line. We need that whole line. And and Sorelli is the center. So that's the motor of any line is the center. You know? Absolutely. Um all right, like should we should we do the game breakdown? Should we do it? No man, let's talk about Dallas. Okay, let's talk about Dallas. Have you guys been watching? What, what about Dallas? What do you want to know? I mean, have you been watching? Have you been watching the other side of the continent? If you want I have. To Dallas, Dallas is hot right now. They have a hot goalie. They are scoring goals. Hansel. And we're, we got we to gotta play the best to be the best. So I wouldn't have it any other way. So the last time we, we played Boston was January. That's what I was just looking up. January 27th. We lost. The last time we we faced Dallas was Dallas. Sorry. Oh, sorry. The 27th of January. We lost uh three to two. Then two weeks following is when we acquired Coleman. The next week we uh we got Bogosian. And the next day after that we got Goudreau. So we got February 16th, we got Coleman. The 23rd, we got Bogosian. 24th, we got Goudreau. So this is not the same team that Tampa. They beat us three to two January twenty seventh, and they beat us. They've both been high scoring games. Uh, yeah. The other one was I just had it right here. How, uh, was was Bish in net? No, they they won't He's play. Been hurt. He's been hurt. He's been hurt. No, what? No, I'm saying was he when we played him? He was hurt. No, all season, no, they, right? No, we they haven't played play Bish at all. Right? They played. They played. Um, Doby both times because they will not play Bish against us. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. light him up. He he was right. the backup for both of them, but how, and so, they had Doby. So like, here, okay, 
Here's here's what I'm going to suggest right now. Coming off of this victory, uh, being lubricated as I am, uh, I would say let's start trolling. <laughs> we got to start trolling Dallas because they're scared. I mean, I know Bish is hurt now. It's not like he can't play anyway, but they it have to be scared of us. They have to be scared. They have to be scared to play him against us, right? Oh yeah. Like, oh, yeah. oh you want to bring you want to bring your rookie or whatever. Like again, to me, he's a rookie in the playoffs. I'm not talking about maybe his career, but I'm talking about in the playoffs in this situation right now. He hasn't been here before. Vassy knows. Vassy's been down the road. This team, the Lightning team's been down this road so many times. Yeah. I think our experience and, uh, is going to really show. I think the guys know what they got to do <coughs> to win this series. They yeah, shut me really up. Yeah. The boys shut me up tonight. I was losing faith. I'm not going to lie. I've been the faithful one. Everyone wants to listen. People My buddy call. is an Islander fan. He actually called me right after the game, and he says that we have a really good chance, apparently, against Dallas. He says he's been watching both series, and he says we stack up way better against Dallas than we did against the Islanders. Well, you got so. you got Doby. You really have a core of guys that if you can contain them, which our defense really seems to contain the big scores of the other teams. We saw it in Boston. We saw it in Columbus. We've seen it with the uh, Islanders. I mean, NBC was on a Barzell love fest, but he couldn't <laughs> score anything. So you really saw that with our defense. If we stick with this, this lineup that we've been going with, I don't think we have to worry about. I mean, um, it, it's the goalie. It's If we can get – it was the same thing with the Islanders. You know, we were getting to him. It's just scoring against him. Yeah. Doby's 5'11", so he's a small guy. So there's going to be a lot of open net to be able to get to. His career's playoff stats, he only had two before this year's playoffs. So he's 12-6, and six, 21 games played, 2.54 goals against average so a 9.21 save um so there is two goals a game we've learned from tampa we're giving up about one goal a game um two at most really so if we can score that average on doby we're gonna win the cup yeah i agree yeah it's shots it's quality shots from from the other teams that we've played, like you can compare the Islanders a little bit more to Columbus, Boston's kind of in their own with kind of that top line and not much behind them, but they didn't have their top goalie. Um, this will be the biggest challenge for us, I, I think. And I think the difference maker can totally be like these guys that we brought in uh, during that trade deadline in Maroon. And and I think this is this is the series where we really let you know, these physical players take over. Clutterbuck was out there like a really goon. Do. Dude, you said it. Clutterbuck, man. Clutterbuck almost single-handedly changed this series for the for the Islanders. No, that Nelson line tonight was really shutting down the point line. I mean, Trotz really, really did good matching that up, and he had the final change tonight with it being an Islanders home game. And we well, talked yeah, about yeah. would that be an advantage at all, and I think that's where it really came an advantage because – Really, Coop couldn't get the point line off too much. Well, late in the game, you're right. You didn't see them a lot. And that's why I think we are all sitting here biting our nails because Sorelli, Kalorn, and Johnson were on so much because of the change. Trotz kind of forced that matchup. And yep. he knew the least productive line 
for the Lightning was that line. And the 7-Eleven came back and bit him in the ass because Sorelli scored not on his line, but on rotating on that fourth line. And that's where but the goal came from. Didn't they go 12-6 and six tonight? No, they did 11-7. 11-7 still. Both of us. Both okay. teams went 11-7. And again, I thought that was a mistake last game, and they got lucky and did by the ass. I think tonight it bit him in the ass. It's not their style. This is what the Lightning have done. Uh, we did it a lot in the regular season. We talked about it last show. Uh, we did it pretty much since after the Ron Robin. We've gone all 11-7. And Trotz tried to come out and make a statement for his team saying, well, hey, we we can play our hockey and still beat them at their game. And maybe that was his mistake. I don't know. I still think the Lightning were the better team no matter what. The only guy I remember Dallas. Snake Sneaking her eye. Dallas is going to end up having, what, a five-day break in between games? Mm. Um, but they've actually played no. two more games than us. They've played 21 games. Um, we've only played 19 in the playoffs. Yeah, but minutes-wise, we've played two oh, more yeah, games. Oh, we got more minutes. Two full more games than them. Yeah. And let me thank NBC for jinxing another thing because they said, game seven will be Saturday night. <laughs> and then we go ahead and finish the game. Colin we got a shout out. We got a shout out this guy in the chat, Michael Hagerman. Colin's chum, old school chum of the show. Don't just be chatting about it, Colin, and be about it with your America flag. I love you, Hagerman. God, I, I mean, you. look, look at that. That's that's no, definitely no, that's, one of the three stars in the chat freedom. right there. That's deep that's, that's, freedom. We we can take all of Michael Hagerman's chats or we're comments, partial. That's my that's my three stars in the chat. We're partial, sure. but that, that picture. That picture right there. Yeah. That guy might even get into the doc talk drawing just from his pick. I'm just gonna say. Yes, you no, can, we, still we can't call do that. I won't take it. I won't anyone. I won't I won't take the election. I won't take the drawing. I won't do it. But still, I, that guy's got a solid pick. No. Can I pause us for a second? Because no. someone in the chat was talking about Michigan's call and I have not heard it yet. Do you guys want to hear it? Oh yeah. Oh and I've also who said who doesn't. I sent you some pictures also. Oh, Peter, wait a second. Yeah. All right, we'll look at that. Let me crack let's... a freshie. Let me crack a freshie. Yeah, we'll just wait for you. Take your time. Do it. <laughs> All right. I'm one half of the show. You should. Shoot! Is it in? Scott! Scott! Sorelli! Sorelli! The Lightning win it! It's over! Oh my God! If Espo there, if Espo there said that's what she said, I would have freaking lost it. <laughs> that, that would have been epic. Um, but yeah, you gotta love. I, that. Listen, I will right, never well, disparage Michigan ever. But I just Schooley, like the way well, he, he sounds like he's he's yelling with a frowny face. Every time he's excited, it's like he's frowning. He's yelling with a frowny face. <laughs> I love him. I will never disparage so, him. I'm just saying. It just seems like he's always yelling with a sad well, face while he's excited. That's that's his job. You gotta get you pumped up. So here's the schedule school he sent me. So we do start Saturday, 7 30. Um so Bye, Saturday. Monday, Monday, Tampa's Wednesday, the home Friday. team. Tampa's the higher seat of the two. Yeah. Oh, oh Barbecue good. Stash's good. house. Can't wait to see these games at the arena. Just kidding. Yeah. Um so yeah, they didn't. They decided not to do the back to back, which is good. 
yeah, I know they, they were talking Friday, about doing Friday, back Saturday. Back. Night. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Five. I didn't even see that. Four and so, five. Okay, so they did sneak in at back to back. All 8 p.m. start times all on NBC on. or NBC Sports. So clear your calendars, folks. Clear your calendars. Uh, we cannot miss the Lightning uh, with their chance to win the Stanley Cup. What else did you send me? I sent you the um, playoff pack. Don't put on there where I talk about people. Well, that was really, no. really, really <laughs> very concerning. I don't see it. I don't see it. Don't show my shade. I'm gonna have to resend that. Um, it's sent to your we'll, account. It says you see them. It's a, it's a playoff package. Oh, there the it is. There it is. It just came in. Well, I got the picture now. It just came in late. My my internet's been crapping out on me all day. All right, so there's the picture of the That's team with the trophy. There, y'all see, did y'all see Stamkos's beard and how beautiful it was? Oh my god, that thing was I'm like so beastly. By his entire <laughs> look, the lot, the, the listen, it's like him, a gladiator. Him and Hedman, him and Hedman need to go as like co-captains, like just just keep it long, Stammer. Him with the there's, long hair and the big beard. Him and Hedman could be fucking like twins. There's the like, playoff. The, like the movie, like the movie, but not the movie, because like Summer's not quite that small, but like oh, Hedman is a man in a moment. I think um I think they could put me in that movie, guys. What do you think? I got a little flow going here. I mean, yeah, we'll don't even fuck around with me. Don't me even in the middle me. with Stop drinking now. And <laughs> <In> Hedman. <laughs> there's the. All right, so there the, it is. Don't make me. I'm gonna say. Don't make me take back. the headphones off. I'm take the headphones off. Don't make me take the headphones off. Matt. Don't walk away. Don't walk away. You, you so there's your, your your matchup pack right there. Uh, that I'm buying it. Blue I'm buy it. in that Dallas Stars yellow. Um, also Similarly. check out. We made this little kind of 15 second video with this little bubble hockey thing too, and I can't post it to Facebook until we stop streaming apparently, but. Uh, we'll pl- we'll uh, post that up later. So share it with everyone that you know. It's a nice little. Uh, it's it's this graphic here, except we are knocking out the New York Islanders little uh, bubble hockey guy. All right, Jesse, give us your predictions. We're gonna kick you out because I want to see if we can get okay. anyone else to call in because I got I got some merch. We're only fifty three minutes. I need a bathroom away. break. We need to do what? Damn it! Damn Facebook banning music. We we're gonna bring in a DJ. <laughs> Honestly, I had it all lined up to bring in a DJ to do musical breaks and do some sets. And now Facebook is like screw music on your streams if you have a professional quote unquote uh, page. Uh, evidently, we're a business page. I don't think we are, but whatever. We have to register that way, but. Uh, yeah, Jesse, what's up? What, what's your final or what's your what's your uh, mentality going into the SCF against Dallas? I'm trying to recover from tonight, but um, are we all? Yeah, um, I'm gonna do a little watching and see some of Dallas's games. I know I watched some of it. I just want to get an idea. But I, I mean, I feel like we'll win it. But I'm gonna say uh, six games at least. Yeah, okay. I think we're on a mission. We're on that Washington mission, like mm-hmm. they had. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I I felt the same way. So I like I like where your heads at. Yeah, I think uh, Baltic, I think it. I think the Bolts in six, but it's going to be a lot of storylines. You got Bonus, yeah. you got Bishop, you got Joe Paul who chose Dallas over Tampa. For anybody that thought the NHL was against the Lightning. Going to the SEF when the Dallas Stars were already in with bonus as a coach, I think maybe you didn't take a step back and see how thick of a storyline this is. Even if you're not a fan of either team, 
there's a lot going on between these two teams, between Bishop and Vassy, Bonus and Coop, Ben and what is uh uh, uh, uh who is the the trade that they got that we were Pavelski. supposed to get Joe Pavelski. Yeah, we were, and I was all on the Joe Pa train. I love Wisconsin hockey players. I love Wisconsin football players. If you're a sports guy coming out of Wisconsin, I want you on my team. You know, and uh, yeah. So there's a lot of storylines going into the Stanley Cup finals and more, I think, than even the Islanders would have had. The Islanders have basically had no storylines going against Dallas Stars. We've just been East versus West. Now there's there's some thick blood between these two teams going in to uh, usually just two teams want to win it more kind of playoff. Like that's the thing about the Stanley Cup finals is like these you get East versus West. And, and the finals are always hard fought, but like you have to go through your own conference and you have to fight so hard. Usually there's not a lot of friction between the East and the West when you get to the final. It's just about your dedication to winning the trophy. Now there's so many other storylines and that is really compelling. And then uh, we let's have... let Jesse go because he's scaring The snake is freaking people out. <laughs> for yeah. folks' sake, for folks' sake, the snake. And here's a little, here's a little local thing too. So Coach Bonus's daughter, up until at least July, I don't know if she still does, but she has worked still with the Tampa Bay Lightning youth hockey, and yeah. Kristen Bonus has been part of the Lightning organization for quite a while now. And, yeah, and, and then you have her dad, who eventually, I mean, got fired. And went to Dallas, became their bench coach, and just became a head coach because their head coach was an alcoholic and had to step aside. And then all of a sudden becomes the head coach of now the Western Conference champion. I mean, Bonus was in charge of a part of our team that wasn't stellar, but I also believe the part of the reason that the Lightning let him go was because of an opportunity like this. You know, and I think that just builds with the storyline between these two franchises. He was there to train Cooper. Right? Oh, for sure. He was there. Yeah, he was the bench coach. He was a mentor, man. And he he helped our blue line immensely. Man, that guy has so much to do with our blue line. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not even funny how much impact the bonus has on this team right now. And so he can coach as much as he wants to, but it's his first year and he's barely been there. So it's not really his principles. It's just him trying to to, uh, use the pieces on the chessboard that he has already been given. So I think that's why maybe it could be an advantage here and there, but if the Bulls come in with the full-on confidence that they should have, I don't think bonus is as much of a factor as all the – the sports networks are going to try and make it to be, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. They, they, think, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, Tom. You know, they, I think Bonus was brought in to do a job. He did the job, and then they were like, okay. I mean, unfortunately, he had people in our organization that on the blue line that sucked a uh, Schuster, a um, uh, Carl, I mean, 
<laughs> you know, everybody blame Carl for everything. So I mean, yeah, he he changed the mentality though. Like he he helped develop Headman. He did. He did. And he was he, the, he was have, yeah. He was basically the defensive coach while Headman was drafted and developed through his first six years. Bonus was there not through the whole time, but towards the end. And when Headman came into his own, and Bonus was in charge of the back end. Bonus is there. That's what I'm, you know. But I think Bonus was was not. He didn't do change, which Cooper obviously Cooper learned from because Cooper doesn't change either. And I think that's what led to his demise in Tampa was that people figured out the Tampa defense. Kind of never dies. Right, and so therefore, it was something had to change, and they weren't getting rid of Cooper, and out went Bonus. All right, Jesse, we'll let's let Jesse go. He's got to feed his snakes. Uh, hey, man, call back. Call back for the finals, man. We want to we want to hear back from you. Hopefully we'll be celebrating um, a big, big Stanley Cup win in about four games, maybe six games, like you said. We're coming yeah. up for game one. We can analyze that, whatever. All right, dude. See ya. All right, so that opens it up. We'll um, we'll be on a little bit longer. So if anyone wants to join us, jump on. The StreamYard link is right there. Uh, we did have a question here about the next series, about moving forward from Steven. Um, where do you think the Bolts need to focus? I think they need to figure out how to start scoring again. Like we've seen this team kind of have explosions, and you're playing against a goalie who is really hot right now. We've got to start putting the puck in the back of the net. I think that's going to be the main focus for me. What do you guys think? We haven't, we haven't had a complete game since that 8-2 win. I mean, that was that was when all cylinders were going for every single line, all the scores. That's what we need again, but we don't need it at game one. We need that, at, we need that split up in game one, game three, game five. Split it up. It cannot be a one-man show, a one-man series. I mean, if it wasn't for Palat and Hedman this series, we would not be where we're at. If it wasn't for Point last series, we wouldn't be where we're at. So we really need to get the all lines clicking. I mean, it's easy to buy into that, and I agree. And, and, and a lot of times that's where I live and die on is depth. We've talked about it the first few series. Early on, that matters. Depth matters early on. Now, I, it's all out the window. Now it's about getting your best players on the ice for as many seconds as you can. Not minutes, seconds. It's the, it's the Stanley Cup Finals, man. There's, there's no more worrying about depth. There's no like, oh, these guys are okay. And we were like, no, no, no. Done. Done. It is time for the best players to be their best. And the cool thing about the Lightning is that the best players have been their best all throughout their run to get here now. Throughout injuries, throughout adversity, your top guys are the ones making the plays and scoring the goals. You You talk about depth whenever you guys aren't scoring. When the top guys aren't scoring, that's when you're like, oh, where's the depth at? Where's the depth at? Well, come Our on, guys are producing. Well, top guy number one isn't isn't even playing. Steven Stamkos, number two, Kucherov really isn't scoring. I mean, it, come on, let's hey. let's be honest. Through the playoffs, he hasn't been scoring. 
It's no. been the Palat show and it's been the Headman show and point right behind him. So yeah. we, I mean, let's call a spade a spade and let's, uh, we're, we're cheering on that we Gordon won the has, Eastern Conference. Gord has so, had goals. Uh, pickles has yeah, scored. No, Cooch needs score. to stop that pass. Needs to stop I that totally pass. Agree. I totally agree. I tweeted live. Tweeted live. Shoot the fucking puck, Cooch. I tweeted that. Literally. I, if I had control, I would. Rob could probably or Stuart could probably uh, screenshot that off of Twitter. I literally, when he was coming down the third of the ice in overtime, and then he passed it, my immediate tweet was, shoot the fucking puck, Cooch. I was, listening to Espo shoot on the, I was listening to Espo on the way home, and all Espo kept saying was, he is such a dangerous and such a good player. I just wish he would He's shoot scared. it more. He's scared. He wants a facility. Yep. He, you know, he doesn't want to be... He doesn't want to be another greedy Russian in the NHL. And I think he that's what's in his mind. He doesn't want to be compared yeah. to Veshkin. Right, and, right. Or or all the other ones. Right. Right. But, and, I mean, grade eight is what he's compared that. to all the fuck time. Fuck that. Go play your goddamn game. Right. He will not be in a Veshkin. He's going to be a Kucherov. But he yeah, needs so. to build his Kucherov and not and step up for this team. He is the – he's not the captain – he doesn't want the assistant captain, but he needs to be the number one scorer. He is the number one scorer on this team. He won the trophy for the scoring. He needs to show that, and we need to have that against Dallas. If we don't have the scoring Kucherov, then we're going to be in some trouble against Dallas. And look at look at the wow. comment that I've had up intentionally here, and I love a one of hockey. If they don't score on the power play, we're not going to win the Stanley Cup. If they can't, you, you tweeted that. You tweeted that. You tweeted that if you didn't win the, if they didn't score on that last power play before the end of regulation, you said we were going to lose. Me and Shooter yeah. were actually talking about this. Yeah, and I, I said, I, and I really thought they needed to split up Headman and Sergachev off that power play unit and get another forward in there. Yeah, like so I understand. Where's Shay? Where's Shay? Both shooters. Yeah. And I heard, um, I heard, yeah, on the radio broadcast, they were saying that when we were down on the first overtime, that Shattenkirk really should have been on that power play unit for the the right shot rather than Sergachev so that they would have that because it was at the other end of the ice. Here's another good question from Steven. What line do you see defending that Ben line? So who's on that Ben line? Is that the one? Uh, I know the, the players. I don't think I don't think Stash knows who knows the Dallas Stars roster this year. Like no, they're I'm, stacked I'm, up. I'm trying. I'm trying to get. I'm the one that was telling you that the Dallas Stars are the ones to worry about. I'm just trying to get a J record to get him on the show. Come on now. You've got well, tweet him, tweet him. You've got yeah, Tyler I'm doing Segan, right now. you got Tyler Segan, you got Jamie Ben, you got Joe Pavalski. That might be the line. I, I haven't been keeping track of Listen, Dallas's lines. I've been watching some of their games, them. but not the lines. But like, you know, what they've they've added guys like Corey Perry, who's not playing on the first line. He's probably on the fourth line, but they've got a deep mm-hmm. team. And the guys that I can't even pronounce their name, like all these young defensemen. Corey Perry's on lingers. the third line, and then you've got their defenseman, uh Kineskin. What's his, what's his name? Kineskin. Uh, yeah, Kineskin. That guy is like a mini headman. 100%. That guy is a mini headman. 
Yeah, they they've got they've got some players. So, they they got some experience, and they've they have some rookies, but they have some deep yeah, some deep vets, man. That, this is the team that you want to play. Honestly, I, as far as I'm concerned, coming out of the West, this is the team you want to play. But at the same time, this is the team that you got to be on your motherfucking toes when you play because this team isn't going to give you any chances, and you can't take a game off. And I feel like the Lightning. After the first two rounds, played this game tonight a little bit on their heels. The last two games, in fact, a little bit on their heels, just expecting to win. Heskinen leads them in points. So you got Heskinen has 22. You got 18 for Ben, and then Jurinoff was 17. No, so you got so it's like you got Heskinen versus Hedman. Then you got like Ben versus Point, you know, and then where, where do you go from there? That's where you gotta find your depth, and but at the same time, at this point, I just I would just get that top line going and roll them so hard. Just roll that top line as hard as you can right now. Honestly, I'm, I always preach, and that's me. I preach about depth all the time, but right now, your best guy has got to be on the ice for as many minutes as possible. So you you asked the question, Stephen, and and good questions, by the way. Thanks for joining the show. You are actually our 16th entry, one of 16 who might win a fancy Alex Cologne shirt tonight. Uh, what'd you think of the game tonight? Were you were you like me on edge? Were you uh, like I was ready to come on here and just <laughs> press up a storm if we could not pull this off? Man, I was sitting at the edge of my seat the whole time, just kind of. Uh, I, I got a little nervous when they took that power, uh, they took that penalty in the, in the overtime. But, uh, you know, looking forward, uh, I think you're going to see some some moves that are going to have to happen. You're going to have Radulov they're going to have to deal with. Uh, there's a couple other people that, uh, like, Rope Hintz is extremely fast. They're going to have to figure out a way to defend that. And Gurinovov, he was on fire for them. I mean, he scored four goals in that yeah. one game and brought him back. I mean, there's a lot that you're going to have to look at moving into this, uh, to, especially these lineups. I'm just trying to figure out how they're going to adjust that bend line and how they're going to deal with that bend line. Is that going to be the one that you're going to see Coleman and Gord going against? That's what I would guess. That's that's who I would yeah. guess they they stack them up against. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. It's uh, I mean that line's been playing great. I I I would say they were probably the hardest working line. Uh, I, I thought the whole series. I thought they really wanted this series. They came out hard. Gord played. Amazing, I thought, throughout the series. Uh, I don't know your opinion on that, but I thought Gord really came out hard. I mean, I still think that Gord, Coleman, um, who else? Goodrow. I still think they are the MVP line of these playoffs. They're not scoring huge, but they are keeping the top lines from the other teams from scoring. And it hasn't been talked about a lot because of the fact that they're – they're not scoring, but they're definitely shutting down these other. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're 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 for sure. I gotta imagine that Coot would. The only other line that I could think of that would go against the Pocket line, um, I could see Pocket Maroon against them, but I'd I would imagine that they might face up more against the Sagan line, um, and then you have the Nat line, as he likes to call it against the Ben line. Who do you put as your defenders against the Ben line? I think you still have to keep it the same way. You know, maybe the Shen combo. It's 
I like Bogosian. I really have liked Bogosian's play in all of these. Absolutely. I think he had something to prove. And I I think he's here to win a championship and he is telling everybody I'm here. I've been stuck in Buffalo in the shithole for so long. So if you can go back and track my posts on Facebook whenever the trade was made, and you can see I was super high on Bogo coming here because I thought he was stuck in a shit-ass franchise. I yep. said the same thing. And every time and somebody... I, and I done, that me, and back in the day, I wanted Dustin Bufflin down here for the same fucking reason. Because mm-hmm. that guy was a fantastic hockey player stuck in a terrible franchise that just needed a team to knew how to use his talents. And this <laughs> franchise... And that's one thing we could talk about. And, and I'm not... Thanks for being on the show, Steve. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but like this is one thing the franchise is known for is finding guys that didn't fit elsewhere and making room for them in this system and making them freaking superstars. Frankly. Oh, absolutely. Look at Shattenkirk. I mean, well, Shattenkirk, Shattenkirk turned us down. Shattenkirk t- turned us down a couple of years ago. We were gung ho yeah. on him. No, you're right. But absolutely. Then, but then we still didn't act like little a scorned no. girlfriend. I was like, no, you turned us down. Hey, you know what? You're going to help well, we us win the championship. Well, we won't got Sergeyev that year. That year that we didn't get Shannon Kirk, we made the move to get Sergeyev here. Yeah. Right? Am I right? Yeah. They were so, in a throw and, yeah. Great move. Yeah. A great move. Right. I mean, look right. at what Drew has done. Nothing. I mean, yeah. he yeah. really hasn't. Right. And, and then you see how much Sergeyev has just progressed and just built himself up as a as not only an offensive player, but just as a strength player. I mean, he's pushing people around. He's willing to drop the gloves when necessary. You weren't seeing that from him a couple of years ago. He looked like he was still nervous about touching the puck. And now he's just like a totally different kid this season, you know? So then like, you, have, big, right. you have Shaddy who has one more year left on that buyout contract. Yes. It's talked about a possibility of staying in Tampa where we only thought he was a one-year rental. I mean, I never he, did. Can, he can sell for pet. He can sign for pennies because he's still getting paid from the Rangers. So right. literally he can say he went, we win the cup here. He will be back. Yeah. There, there's a reason the Lightning know how to poach from the Rangers. It's because, yeah. <laughs> look, New York is traditionally the hub of city, what, the heart of America, whatever, New York City, right? We get it. The land of opportunity, the Big Apple, yada, yada, yada. But when you get done with New York, where do you go? Florida. Tampa. <laughs> specifically well, just, no specifically the middle of the gulf coast aka tampa st Pete, clearwater the bike the bay area right the <laughs> bay area right come. so the, you no, have, the old no, the old people go for the south like you're, <laughs> you're middle age retirement like when you've already made money but you're still like not trying to give up on life and like trying to like be kind of cool like this is the best place to live i'm telling you tampa has got something that sports athletes really freaking love yeah it's and funny i actually I actually live in Melbourne. I live on the opposite coast, but yeah. I drive over for about 20 games a season, and I just drive back in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, and listen, I'm not saying anything away from the Atlantic coast. I mean, I went to St. Augustine for my 40th birthday. I love that. I grew up on the Atlantic coast, Jacksonville Beach, baby. You know what I mean? Atlantic Beach, all that. You know, Florida, is, Florida, Florida isn't exclusively one area of paradise. No, the entire peninsula is where athletes come to retire. Look at Brady. Look, I mean, this. I mean, come on. I mean, we're, I know we're a hockey show, but look at the what's happening at One Buck Place right now. Guys coming to finish out their career. The Lightning has started it. The Rays and the Bucks are going to benefit from what the Lightning have created, bringing veterans of their league 
to finish out their careers, but not even like at the twilight of their career, but like the second half of their career. You this, know, this is Mar- this is the end of Maroons. But he well, came right, here. But not Shaddy. And right. well, look at Strawman. Shaddy's only at got a couple years left. But but still, look at Strawman. Look at McDonough. McDonough. Exactly. You know, surrogate chef making the move for a young guy to bring him and develop him under a guy that's going to be. Something that doesn't happen here in Tampa that you get in the Big Apple, you get in Toronto is endorsements. Tampa does not do endorsements for hockey players. No, but you get local exposure. You do, but it's that's why a Panera signs with New York because. He gets the big contract, but he gets into also a $10 million endorsement deal up there. That's no, no, why you no, no, you're right. Sam Coast gets no endorsements. You're right. No, Hedman gets Stammer, no endorsements. Yeah. They don't really, though. With Stammer, when he went for his conference call with Toronto, literally they offered him the tire deal, you know, from the tire company, the big tire company up in Toronto. That if you sign with us, you're guaranteed to have a $10 million um, tire endorsement. And he turned that down. I mean, and you don't, you had Bishop who had the Cadillac dealership and what he get out of it. He got him a free car. That was a lease. He didn't get really any, and then he had to do two meet and greets down there a year. That was it. You know, uh, at one time, Stammer had the watch endorsement, but it was never really shown down here. It was, yeah, you're, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. Now, can I ask a question? Um, what do you guys think about the depth, the, the players that came in when we had injuries, the Rahegis and the Stevens? Like, how do you think the future looks over the next few years for that depth? Oh, it, it's what That's the core of this franchise. It's think- how they develop and how they not only draft, but how they've used their draft picks and their maneuvering uh, to try and manipulate this cap space that we're all worried about. They made some moves. They've maneuvered. They've got top picks. They've made, uh, they've finagled here and there. And so the depth of this franchise, I don't think you can really question. It's a matter of how you're able to uh, get them all to fit together because there's so much talent. Again, I feel like guys like Johnson is getting buried. Uh, guys like even Sadie Paquette, I believe. I believe Sadie Paquette has more than he's getting because he's on such a deep franchise, a deep roster like the Lightning. That guy could be a third liner, I think, anywhere else. Maybe even a second liner on some teams in this fran- in this league. And this guy gets buried because we are so deep as a team. So what the do you future, think about- I think, looks bright. And, well, I mean, you, and you can't go by the crunch – because of the fact that we constantly have a mash unit going back and forth. Right. And they're having to switch them. You know, you brought in a Watowski this year who you really thought could have made. He made, I think, the opening night lineup, but then ended up just being penalties was really all he was. You had a Conacher who is a huge fan favorite and captain of the crunch, but could so really, not gel. really couldn't gel. You have a a foot we traded a foot you know we have no first round draft picks in this year's draft it goes to the second but if you look like a player like an Alex Beret Boulay who's in Syracuse that guy is going to be a superstar that I really hope Tampa keeps keeps a hold of he I think him on a line with Braden Point in the future 
um, would be a killer line. That would be so such a quick line, and people would it would almost be Le Cavier Saint Louis line because of the way that they they both play together. So um, what happens? What happens when um, you get uh, a Stammer comes back? What happens? Do we go to six defensemen, or who do we pull? Well, I, I mean, I'm going to talk about a guy. If you want to talk about acquisitions, I'm going to talk about pickles. That's the guy that I think in the future, you, if you lose somebody like a, you're going to lose. Okay. You're going to lose guys come in this salary cap, but you're, I don't think you're going to lose Coleman. And I think that's one of the best moves from the lightning and probably the last four years is going out and making the trade to get that guy because we don't have first round draft picks. We don't have, necessarily the ability to go out and grab guys and make a change because we have gone hard on some of our other guys with our salary cap. So that's a guy. Two years, right? Doesn't yeah. have this year and next year. Same yeah. with, it was absolutely. Coleman and Goudreau. Both have yes. two years. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And, and you know, and, and I mean, this is going to be probably that's- one of the hardest things I'm ever going to say. But if killer goes, killer goes. You know, well, or Johnson to Seattle. It, the, I, no, I, I, mean, I, feel I, I, go. I, I yeah. think Johnson and Killer probably both go, honestly, because they're honestly. so uh, they're looking. Look at how much Sorelli got minutes this playoffs. They're looking for him. I feel like they're trying to groom him and force him to be ready whenever guys like Killer and Johnson are gone. Because Johnson needs, think- and I've talked about this, Johnson needs to be a center guy. Johnson needs to be in the middle of the ice. He's being put on the wing in this team. No matter what happens, ever since the triplets line, he gets putting on the wing. He's a centerman. I don't care how small he is. He's a centerman. But Stash, do you get rid of Pillar or do you get rid of Gord? They're both, they all almost have comparable contracts. I think it's only a $2 million difference. I well, mean, realistically, what we pay Gord, yes, he's a great player. He's a gnat. He's always over the ice. But I'm going to tell you, Gord goes over Killer every day. I would, too, except for the scoring. If you're looking for scoring, you're going to stay with Killer. Yeah, but if you're, looking I mean, at depth, if you're looking at depth for minutes, look at the minutes that Killer plays, and they're quality minutes. That guy, like, okay, maybe he – sure, he probably really should be over a 20-year-old scorer if he would get out of his own Harvard head. Mm-hmm. But the guy just – the Lightning have this way of putting guys in their role. And this is something that I've always kind of bucked against. And it doesn't matter who the coach is, no matter who the owner is. It just seems like this is what you got to do. And instead of letting Keller go out there and, like, run a line, they're like, oh, Sorello is going to be your guy. Let Sorello do it. Or let so-and-so. Like, Keller has never been given the reins to be the guy to run a line. And I and I think that and you know and and I and I think that if he got that opportunity he would whether and I think also the same thing with Johnson Johnson isn't a winger Johnson is a middle guy Johnson is a guy that goes out there and drives the puck down the middle of the ice and then lets the guys on the wing create plays and then he's there in the middle to finish up it's a tiny little mighty mouse as I said the last show that should be his name mighty mouse uh, he he fights it out. And, and I just, you know, I don't question Coop because this is too much talent. This, and I've said this for like at least five years. I think the Lightning might have too much talent. You know, we said about, um, you said about grooming them and stuff. And there was things we, we said back in the very Columbus, the Columbus series about playing 
uh, Coleman and Gaudreau, two new guys on the same thing. And then I sit here and think about they both yes. still have one year left. Is yeah. he putting them together to get them used to each other? And because next year, that is going to be the pairing that you have together. So it's like, is Coop looking into the future, not only playing for now, but is he playing for future to get these guys used to each other and be like, now next year, go kick ass? Well, you know, going back to Coleman for a second, do you compare him to Callahan? I mean, because to me, he has a very similar style of play, but he's very aggressive. He's more. He's more. I think, yeah. Um, the only thing I don't see from Coleman that I saw in Callahan is the scoring. Callahan, he throws his body as much. I mean, he did the scoring in New Callahan Jersey. He just has it for Tampa. Callahan you know, didn't score a lot before. here. Callahan yeah. did not score a lot in Tampa. He didn't, but he scored when we needed it. Yeah. And Callahan yeah, was so Pickles, But that's what I'm saying. Pickles is doing the same thing. Like, it's, like, what do we say? We called it out on this very show. We did. First round. Pickles, where you at? Boom, but we ended up doing pickleback, didn't we? Yes. He's, up, and he's only scored what, one goal since then. But what did that line do to start this game? Oh, Set yeah. The that, tempo, back-to-back shifts. Again, which, I'm, tired of this, I'm tired of this one, two, three line commentary because our first line is the Yanni Gord line because they start the game. That's our number. Who are the starters? In the NFL, do they say uh, – the starters are uh, Jalen Ramsey and – I'm sorry. That's terrible. I, I don't know. I'm in a hockey mode. But, like, do they announce the backup quarterbacks or the third-string quarterbacks to start the game? No, they don't. The most important guys start the game. And to me, that's genius from Coop this season. To start that Gord line is absolutely on point. Nobody else can compete with them coming out of the game. The problem is that the lines behind them don't follow up with that t- same type of compete. Yeah, no, okay. they bring a tempo. They bring a tempo to the game right. that right, right off the bat makes yep. people go, oh, shit, and they got to like take a step yeah. back. You and know? when they get off the ice, guess what? The other team gets comfortable. And I can't wait to see them play in the Stanley Cup Finals. Like, Young oh. Gord is going to like – Dude, I can't wait for you to – Yeah, no, no, dude. Like, by the way, Stephen, like, you might – you, you could almost be like a Palat Gord – like, like, I don't know, like you got like a little bit of a mini CBL <laughs> thing going on. Like almost like you, a player. You just keep, you just keep yeah. drinking, man. You're good. I was going to say, he's been drinking, <laughs> Steven. Sorry. We're an hour and a half in. We're an hour and a half in. You had longer hair. Five-hour game. If you had four longer months, hair, you could have been headman. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you definitely got All you right. and Palat. Hey, um, where, hey, where's the producer at? You and Palat next to each other. <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> Let's let Steven go uh, because we gotta. We can't do this all night. We can't do this all we night. Could, we got four, we more, could. At least um, four more games. I could have last game, but this but game, I might have it all night. If, if you stick around for maybe like 10, 15 minutes, you've got a really good chance to win some uh, Doc well. Talk merch. So I hope you win it, buddy, and thanks for calling in. And I hope we uh, hear back from you uh, for at least the four more games that we have left. Awesome. Uh, Thanks, guys. Six. Thanks, man. Oh, man. I like the hat, man. All right. So, what? uh, All right. Well, I want to do three stars of the chat still. And what else you guys? I guess let's let's give um, let's give our predictions for what's going to happen against Dallas in the Stanley (sighs) Cup Finals. Holy shit! We're in the finals. Yeah. I I don't even know. Want to go after this? 
Like we did it. We did it, guys. Like not we. Like I hate saying we as a fan. But like show's called <sighs> Thunder. It's I know, but like I'm not on the ice, but like God Here's my ulcer was flaring up. This I was getting emotional. I'm I'm like this is where the leadership of the Tampa Bay Lightning is going to come in effect. You, you're going to have Maroon, who can be the, the only player to repeat as champion. You're going to have a Stammer who was there. You're going to have a Headman who was there. You're going to have Coburn. You have so many people on this team, a Johnson, Kalorn, Palat, who are on that 2015 team and lost it. You know, there's always say that there's go- there's butterflies and there's a nerves when you hit the Stanley Cup. That's going to be a lot more in Dallas than it will be in Tampa because Tampa, thirty, uh, I'd say about 75% of their team has been there before where Dallas hasn't been. So uh-huh. Dallas, Tampa really needs to come out on Saturday and set the tone and take game one. Don't sit back and see what Dallas has got for them. You saw bonus. Was that the game the other night? Was that the game again tonight? Scouting Tampa and scouting the Islanders. So they're ready. I'm sure Nigel, on when they're not playing, has been pulling game film of Dobie and uh, Dallas to figure out how to solve them. And I say Tampa wins this. Four, to, four against the two. We're going to be partying in downtown Tampa with our mask on, six feet apart. I like four to two. I just think that this is going to be a repeat of this series we just watched. Yeah. It's going to be super tight. It's going to be bounces. It's going to be hockey gods. It's going to be at the altar on our knees as lightning fans, just giving offerings, hoping that we get the bounces night in and night out because these two teams are so evenly matched from what I'm seeing and what I've watched. And as far as I know about all these guys, uh, yeah, maybe this Lightning team has a roster of guys that were there in 15, but that Dallas Stars team has a roster of guys that should have won. I mean, Jamie Benn alone, alone. Jamie Benn used to be like the Stammer or the or the Crosby or whatever, like, and then he went to Stars and they didn't win, and then that was it. Like, this guy has a lot to prove, and he has a lot. Joe Paul, that, that guy is a really good hockey player. We are going to face a team that we haven't seen yet in these playoffs. So for me, it's just (laughs) hold on. I'm a hockey fan and I'm just going to pray my team wins. That's the way I'm looking at it right now. Stanley Cup finals, man. Both teams deserve to be here. They're really good teams. I don't think my team's a favorite. I think it's the SCFs, man. It's coin flip. It's bounces. It's refs. It's it's all things considered. Imagine the storyline: zero and four last year, Stanley Cup champions this year. Hey, that's that's what I'm picking on too, man. But at the same time, I was talking about say like the Lightning had all the mojo in the first two rounds, five to one. We got all the bounces, whatnot, and then in this Islander series for the last two games, we weren't getting the bounces. We were not. Simply put, we were not getting the bounces. We lost one, and then we came back and won this one. Not getting the bounces. In the end, Sorelli was there making the dirty play. The dirty play, making a dirty goal. 
That's 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 the key. Right, right place, right place, right time. We didn't we didn't give the assist any credit, but Goodrow was the one that was doing yeah. the dirty work on that play. Oh, speaking of assists, how does 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 Hedman get an assist on his own goal for that first goal? Because he should. No, he didn't shoot it. He didn't <laughs> yeah. shoot it. But no, he but passed finally, it. Finally, they freaking jumped it on one of those rebounds, and then man. anyone pass it back to him. That was, no, listen. Okay, we didn't actually break down the game, and I wish we would have, because that right there, to me, is the equation of an NBA give-and-go alley-oop play. If you go back and watch the film, because because Hedman comes through and clears the puck coming across the top of the blue line. Chernak comes down. Hedman looks back, sees Chernak, gives him, like, the wink, gives him the puck, and then as soon as he passes the puck, he's on a beeline to the goal. And Chernak just freaking fired it uh, on the goalie. And he didn't have any opportunity. He's like, oh, and, and the broadcast is like, oh, you can't give up that rebound. Are you kidding me? That was like a 110-mile-an-hour slapper from 10 feet inside the blue line. All you got to do is fight it off. But Killer or, or Hedman came in with the alley-oop slam dunk and scored that game-tying goal with just minutes after they went up. And to me, that that was the difference of this entire game right there. Hedman that, activated. Hedman said, I'm Huge taking this over. Hedman took over. And that right there is why. And that's what I started talking about. Hedman being the best defensive player maybe in the history of the NHL behind – in history, Bobby R. Behind Bobby hey, R. Hey, maybe maybe only R. No, I'm just saying the guy's got. You don't guy's get that. Seven years you don't left. get that title, man, unless you win a Stanley Cup. So, well, <laughs> let's let's see what happens well, next series. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. No, you don't. don't you don't get that title unless you win a Stanley Cup. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I like I like Eric's comment here. I'm with him. I have some concerns. I got two. Well, I got three. I got I'm a not couple worried about concerns, that. Right. So Dallas is rested for sure. I could see um, the Lightning dropping game one just because Dallas is just kind of waiting to, to play. Um, besides that, power play, the pow- like I said earlier, if the power play doesn't sort itself out, we are it, – it's going to be tough sledding to, to win, these, win the series, win a couple of these games. But there's hope. There's hope. There's a man that wears number 91 for Tampa Bay that has been skating around. We saw him tonight on our TV screens, touching that trophy. And if he comes back, That's I leadership. bet that power play hope. is is a little bit uh, is a little bit better. And then I do have one more concern. I don't know if it's a Tony Dungy, John Gruden situation. Don't, don't do it. Well, it's. I guess it would be more of like a Gruden and who shut up, shut Callahan. up. That's what I'm saying. Don't do it. Don't put that fucking juju on us. There, there is no one else that knows this team better than Rick Bonus. So guess what? You are you are Coop's biggest supporter, Schooly. Coop needs to earn his money this series. He's gonna have to probably pull some tricks because because Bonus knows the playbook. He knows hey, what the Lightning do. This the is Lightning. New- New staff, though. New staff. We also know yeah. bonuses. This is the same team he left. No. Nope. Listen, you, you can't teach uh, old Lightning player new tricks. So <laughs> No, and you're like, I would do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out Fox the Wolf. And I'm going to go out maybe in that first game and trap him. 
right, I'm going to show some of the old hand that maybe you think you're familiar with and that maybe you think you're going to be comfortable with. And then suddenly, sleepy swappy, <laughs> sleepy swappy, guys you never seen, guys you never seen, plays you never seen. Oh, now you're comfortable? Nope, just kidding. We're not the same old lightning that everyone's been kicking around for the last six years. Josh just pulled a hammy on that one. Maybe I did. <laughs> All right. Let's um let's wrap this puppy up. Let's recognize the thunder out here. Yeah, and a half. Come on, let's keep going. And <laughs> and let's let's give away some Alex Kalorn Doc Talk merch. I will I've got two. I've got two. This is definitely one. Rob's background is the best. No, one, it ain't. Shut that's up. Weird. No, no that's, that's not ain't. one. I would that's have given him, if, if the Hagman called in, I would have given him number one star. Because no, he I'm was giving, super in. No, he didn't call in. I'm sorry. I'm giving him three. I'm giving I know him number him. three. Still like I say him, Scott, even though he's been in Texas for three years. He's in Texas. He's in he lied enemy he looked me in the eye. He looked me in the eye and said he was moving back to Tampa. And then I say Tony, Tony Vasquez that. Tony Vasquez, a eleven fifty two zebras yes. are were like fuck it couple skate on the too many men on the ice. Yes, and you think Tony <laughs> Vasquez because he's like I never called in, but he should be in the drawing for the <laughs> doc talk here, and I totally agree. No, no, because no, no, that guy no. has never failed. Hey, sorry, Tony, you you gotta you gotta call in. You gotta call in. It's, yeah, it's I, uh, that's yeah, how it goes. Rules are rules. You the rules are rules. Star. Rules the chat. I do like yeah. that one. You know what? Let yeah. me let me grab a little screen. That's all I'm trying to say. It's this guy. This guy ain't calling in, but at least he deserves a star from the chat. That's all I'm trying to say. This guy, you know, this guy. He's always there. You you get you get a shot at if you if you participate in the chat. Uh, and then I gotta give our number one star out to where she go, Linda. She's Sarah most Stammer redneck in one hundred percent. Told twenty one. <laughs> Where is your comment, Linda? 1219, 1221, 1223. No, I'm looking for the one that will pull up. That's not the one I was looking for. I'm looking for this one, baby. It's at 1223 a.m. The professor coming with the digits. I want to party like it's 24, five lightning bolts and a heart. 12.23 a.m. Linda Barrows. There you go. And you guys probably can't see the back, but read the back. No, I refuse. Let's do this. Something, something, let's do this. My hashtag is let's 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 fucking finish. Let's do this, Coop. You got to lead us to the promised land. Let's fucking finish. Um, That's what I say. These guys have the chance to go down in history. Um, you know, we we started this podcast saying this podcast is going to end when the Lightning raise that cup. And guys, how many games left do we have until that happens? Quattro. Four games left. Hey, keep that hand wow. up. I'm gonna take a screenshot. I'm gonna take a screenshot. Quattro. Four. Four. Uno, dos, tres, quattro. So, um, all right. So that's our three stars of the chat. We've got to give away some Doc Talk merch. Even if you're not here, you uh, still win. It's past 1 a.m. So shake the hat. um, We don't have. We're not going to do the hat. I've got. um, I've got my list right here. False advertising. 
Each person has each person has a number next to them. So stash between one and sixteen. Give me the number. So much pressure. I gotta go with eight. Ah, you should do four. Four ones left. (laughs) Eight, eight it is, and that is Tucker. So Tucker called in, and he was here earlier tonight. So we'll send him. Oh no! Yeah, he's always bringing it in the chat too. So Tucker, if you're still there, Tucker. I'm gonna send you. I'm I'm gonna send you some Doc Talk merch tomorrow. So I'm gonna DM you tomorrow, and we'll get you that. And I've got more too. So we're gonna do some more for the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, and we yeah are gonna have a heck of a run here Look, as we if, we, if um, we get a few if approach. we get a few commitments to watch a show, I might compose. Through all these instruments you see behind me in this music, and this is only half of them, I might compose a, a new Stanley Cup Finals song that Facebook can't shut down because it'll be original music. But I need some commitment like to people like coming on for the post game. You know, I need right, fans. So, so he will compose a song. <laughs> I will make a song, and I will actually please, commission please y'all to help me with the lyrics. We'll make this happen. We'll make the 2020 Stanley Cup We the Thunder official lightning playoff song. And so you'll do that. If the lightning win, I'm already going to do – I already know I'm going to do Doc Talk Stanley Cup edition with Killer riding around with the Stanley Cup on the back of that jet ski. And um, Thomas, what are you going to (laughs) do? I'm actually – Me and the Cup. I've actually already told Vinick that if so, I have the I have the tattoo from the 2004 and the room for the cup above it, and I have the current logo. So if we win with the current logo, the Stanley Cup will go around both logos. Wow! This this is this is foresight, ladies and gentlemen. This is a man that has his priorities in order. This guy thinks for the future. Let's play this one more time and then let's call it four more wins, you guys. Let's listen to our guy. Miss call, call it one it. more time. In front of Rally. Shoot! Is it in? Is it in? Is it in? Is it it's over! Stanley Cup final! Here come the lightning! In front of the way. Listen, listen to Espo here. He said, yup. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Talk about uh, any last words from you guys before we hear this beautiful horn again? Four more. Can I get closer? Get your asses to Amelie Arena, guys. Get your asses down there. We have a potential of winning a Stanley Cup. And trust me, when this is over with, whether we win, whether we lose, I will also attempt – I will know when the plane is coming back and I will have it all over social media so we can meet them at the airport, win or lose, 
we need to cheer this team on and let them know that we've been the Thunder the whole time. I'm with Shooter on the team if they lose. I'm done. If, I'm with Shooter. Shooter said it. If we don't win the cup, he's done. I'm in. <laughs> Not me. Shooter said it. Shooter said he gives up on the team if we don't win the cup. I did. <laughs> stash keeps getting like lower and lower, and lower. <laughs> but he's like go another half hour i'll be on the floor i'm ready <laughs> i've got the most hey guys, we made it to the stanley cup <laughs> i've Usually got the most equipment like this to go above comments but <laughs> yeah, like my, my eyes are never open anyway Stash so looks like matter. a mush uh, mushroom right now <laughs> and his eyes are looking like <laughs> they're never open anyways they're not, they're not open. he's he's actually asleep never. right now <laughs> all right this is, a, this is my say, mental projection thank you guys for for joining us through this journey <laughs> we are not done yet it has been so fun because you guys all kind of come on call in chat with us give us your comments give us your takes and that's what makes this show and that's why we call it we the thunder so thank you guys i don't have to remind you that this is we the thunder because I know you guys always will always be, the, be thunder. the thunder. Thunder!